0: This is becoming the podcast for leaders to think differently with actionable tips in 30 minutes or less, to claim your intuition, your influence, and your agency. And finally get to the truth of what stands between you and who you are meant to become. Many of us believe that once we become that future self, then we will be happy, successful, and complete. This podcast exists, To shine a light on the truth that the time is now and your future self can be who you become today. Hello and welcome back podcast listeners to Becoming. I'm your host Stacey B and this topic today is what I live for, opportunity. Today we're going to dive into my five favorite ways to create opportunity and I'm going to share with you today my tried and true methodology, why I'm called the opportunity maker, the mover and shaker. And my hope is that you're able to take away at least one thing to implement in your life and business so that you can start looking for opportunities and seeing the truth that you are in charge of creating opportunities and that opportunities are everywhere and it's our birthright to create them. So I have a lot of favorite ways to create opportunity. I am very creative. I love to be resourceful and come up with unique solutions to complex problems. That's just how my brain works and I just live for a complex problem that I can, you know, move through and find the solution to. But Today, I want to walk you through what my favorite ways are to create opportunity and to really stay in the zone of opportunity to create it, of course, but also what I do as I'm moving through an opportunity that has some hiccups, right? They all do. And what I do to stay on track um, and shift myself back to Um, center. As I'm moving through the opportunity, as I am mid-opportunity, even just the word opportunity, it just rolls off my tongue. I am here for it. I love it. And so let's dive in. So when I am thinking about opportunities, creating opportunities, what I mean by that is if it's in the business, if it's new clients, if it's looking at what exponential leaps and gains you can make in your business or in your leadership, the first focus point that I want to direct you to is that our focus matters. We talk about that a lot on this podcast. And just having the focus that everything is an opportunity is such a game changer. And I remember when I adopted that in my own life and business, excuse me, is... Looking for the opportunities instead of the problems was such a shift. And so that's the first thing is as we dive into this fun topic today is start choosing to look at life as a constant opportunity. And my friends, that alone is going to shift your experience so much because even when we face problems, even when things don't go how we want them to, there is Always, always an opportunity if you're willing to see it. And so when I am looking to create opportunity, the first thing that I do is a simple task, but it is to choose what it is that I want. Now, this is a simple statement on its own, but it's fascinating, especially as a visionary, how much I find myself choosing what I want, but there's this opportunity for more clarity, to really distill down what it is that I want and ask myself questions like, why do I want that? What is it about that desire that interests me? Am I willing to do what it takes to claim that opportunity? And so those types of questions really help me become more clear, but ultimately choosing what it is that I want is the birthplace of opportunity. Because if the world is my oyster, or if I have access to all that the world has to offer, choosing what I want, and it's funny just even talking about it right now, it seems so simple, but I think a lot of times, and I've experienced this in my life too, is we think we're choosing what we want, but we're really not. We're choosing what we want half-heartedly. We're choosing what we want with one foot in and one foot out to stay protected. If we get disappointed, then we're not hurt. Then we don't let ourselves down. And so while it seems like such a simple thing in the spirit of creating opportunity, You can only truly create massive opportunity if you choose what you want and you go all in. If you're willing to do that, the next steps and what I'm going to share with you today is going to just be seamless, be the easy next steps after choosing what it is that you want. So that's the first thing that I do is choose what I want. The second step in creating opportunity is I see it as done. I see it as completed. I will give you an example. So in my real estate career, I would envision the house and the sellers of the house in the visualization and I would visualize me calling them with a full price offer with the terms acceptable to them. Let's say that they were also wanting to sell the furniture you can see very quickly how detailed I'm getting, right? I would visualize me calling them, Hey, we have a full price offer and I would see it as done. And I would actually take the visualization from start to finish. So I would take it from the conception of calling them, here's this offer and taking it through all the way to seeing them sitting at the closing table And then seeing the check deposited in my account and then seeing the celebration of going to their new home, taking over, you know, a gift and celebrating this momentous occasion with them. So first I choose what I want. Second, see it as done. Now seeing it as done, there's also a feeling aspect to that. And I'm going to go into that next, but before I do, I want to give you another example of seeing it as done. So in the truth teachers, one thing that I'll often do is visualizing the impact that I have with current clients, whether it's in one of our retreats, whether it's in one of our um, one-on-one coaching sessions, or if it's in our corporate work that we do, is visualizing the impact, seeing the client's faces light up when they have aha and they're able to make that forward progress is all a part of the visualization so seeing it as done is such a crucial part of creating the opportunity once you know what it is that you want now the close friend or sister to visualization is to feel happy now and i think that is one of my favorite things to do and something that i do without these other five steps um, in sequence is whenever i'm moving throughout the day or i'm moving towards an outcome i will really ground myself in the feeling that achieving this outcome would give me prior to the event happening and what that does is it centers me in the truth which is If I choose to feel happy without the event happening, the event happens as a byproduct because I'm not attaching my feeling or emotion to that external event happening. I'm choosing to feel that now. I'm choosing to really understand and rest in the truth, which is that I am the creator of my reality, and if that's true, then I can choose whatever emotions I want to feel before some external situation happens. And so that is such a crucial piece to seeing it as them is also harnessing, cultivating the feelings that go along with that. A conscious and connected leader and executive team is truly the future of successful organizations. The Truth Teachers are proud to announce that we are now offering corporate packages to create more consciousness in the workplace. If you are looking to impact the C-suite or your executive teams in a powerful way, we help CEOs and teams claim their power, take radical ownership, release patterns and programs that limit their capability to lead and activate them as conscious and powerful leaders so they not only can impact the organization, but that their conscious leadership can impact all of the clients that they serve. If you're interested in learning more, please click the link in the show notes, and we look forward to speaking with you further about creating conscious workplaces because those truly are the future of successful organizations. The fourth thing, and I would say that, nah, this is my second favorite. All of these are my favorite, but really the next one is my favorite. Um, but this one is just resourcefulness. You know, I think that in the pursuit of creating opportunity, a lot of times I'll get asked the question, Stacey, how, how did you make all that happen? I swear you can make anything happen. And it's may appear simple from the outside, right? It's like, they don't see all of the work and everything that happened and had to happen behind the scenes, but. One of the major ways that makes this secret sauce of creating opportunities all come together is my commitment to being resourceful. I am so committed to making the way. I believe that there is always a way. That is my internal compass. That is what I rest easy in is that belief. And so that belief guides the opportunities that come my way that I pursue because I'm able to look at opportunities, not for what they look like at the surface, but knowing my ability to be resourceful combined with the opportunity at hand allows me to see the opportunity for what it is, but also take action in resourcefulness, knowing I can make anything happen. Living my life in that energy Makes it so when opportunities cross my desk, I go into being resourceful, not how I'm going to make this happen, but really what's the way. So, not getting so much stuck in how am I going to bring this together? How is this all going to work? But, what are my resources? And if I don't have those resources, how can I create them? And so, being resourceful, I think, is something that a lot of us, you know, may hear or see and say, oh yeah, I'm resourceful. But is there a next level for you? If you really harness resourcefulness in a new way and started to live your life in the way of, no matter what comes my way, I'm gonna make this happen. I can make anything happen. How would you greet opportunities differently? Would you greet them with more optimism? Would you greet them with more energy Would you greet them with more solutions? I know in my life that has been so true is that adopting this attitude of resourcefulness, it has allowed me to stay inspired when the going gets tough. It's allowed me to get creative knowing that at the end of the day, I am the source of my resourcefulness. All of what I need is available to me and living in that spirit, it just is such a game changer of how I show up to life and how I approach opportunities. And I think the more you harness that, I believe you'll have that same experience. And the fifth piece is consistently asking myself better questions. And so I'm gonna share a story of something that had happened back in 2019, 2020. So I was in the process of building an 11 home subdivision. So I had bought the dirt. I had financed the build. I had um, contracted with an amazing general contractor to build these beautiful homes. And um, we had processed, it was is around Thanksgiving. And we had, I had submitted the draws for um, all of the subcontractors to be paid for the work up to that point. And there was an issue with how the lender had structured the budget. What that meant for us is we were 150 grand, 157,000 and some change. I'll spare you those details. We were short $157,000 and it was the week before Thanksgiving. I had all these subcontractors to pay and no way. That I could see how I was going to come up with $157,000. Now, mind you, we were maintaining huge interest payments. The homes were not selling it's COVID. Like it was a crazy moment in time. So I of course lost, lost my mind at first, right? Went into stress and then chose to ask myself a better question. So I asked myself, what resources so going back to resourcefulness what resources do i have or people that i know that may know how to solve this they may have extra cash lying around we could do a short term loan um maybe interested in investing in the project right i just allowed myself to brainstorm with myself on really this opportunity, because it's very easy. It was very easy for me to see that as a problem when it happened. But as soon as I shifted it and I shifted my perspective into opportunity, things got really interesting. So as I was making this brain dump and whenever I am, you know, just brain dumping and and being creative or trying to come up with resources, I have a little deal with myself where I make myself write out at least 10 resources or 10 answers to the question so that I am just letting my brain get into a creative space. Because a lot of times when we get stressed out, our creative center shuts down and we're not able to be resourceful because we are plagued with stress. And so that's been really helpful for me is that rule of 10, make the list beyond 10 And then I know that I'm really starting to get into the juiciness of creating a solution to whatever I'm up against. So I'm making this list and some family members were on this list and I had reached out to um, a couple of family members and one of the family members just happened to want to pursue a real estate investment. And so they ended up buying one of the houses, which I kid you not ended up netting, it was a thousand dollars more than I needed to not only pay the subcontractors, but I got a sale as well. What did that mean? I got comps so that I could sell more houses using the comps that I needed. I got a sale, which paid down my overall construction loan and I paid those amazing subcontractors prior to the holiday so that they could go enjoy with their family. So you can see very quickly how I could not have predicted that type of opportunity to come from that brain dump. I was just looking for one hundred and fifty-seven thousand dollars, but if I only look for one hundred and fifty-seven thousand versus how can I look at this as an opportunity and really tap into my creativity to solve this? I ended up solving three problems that ended up coming from, so one problem that arose, ended up solving three problems, right? I got the house sale, I got comps for the neighborhood, at that point we hadn't had closings and so we needed to prove the concept I got the house sale. I got the money to pay the subcontractors and I paid down the construction loan. And so that's just a perfect example of how, when we start to look at this opportunity of creating opportunities, it can take us on a journey that is way beyond what we could imagine. And I think that is the magic of being an opportunity maker is that it's, ever expansive. It is so beyond what you could plan for. And so the more that we start living life in this spirit of where's the opportunity here? How can I look at this problem that I am currently faced with and find the opportunity? And I'll leave you with this. The way that I live my life is by a series of questions. What if it works? What if I'm right? The upside is huge. I bet on myself. I know that I can create opportunities from opportunities. And that upside is huge. And I know that that's true for you. I choose to live in the upside versus being fearful of the downside. And I want to invite you to do the same. These ways to create opportunity, it's just scratching the surface. It is my fun approach to being conscious of opportunities and how I have helped myself really stay in resonance with opportunities versus looking for problems. So go forth, seek out those opportunities, and choose to live in the upside, choose to bet on you and choose to see the opportunity all around you we'll see you next week are you experiencing change and breakthroughs as you listen to becoming if so show us some love and hit the subscribe button leave a review and share an episode i love bringing this content to you each week and together listener by listener we can wake up the world see you next week